the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And as always, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. You know, I, I got a phone call from a radio show listener that I had previously helped. And I don't remember if he was a radio show listener or a referral. And when I called him back, he said, you know, if that's the service that you provide, you know, don't take this the wrong way. But... I think I'm going to go try to do this myself. And I did make I did make one mistake in the conversation, but I don't really care. The mistake I made in the conversation is that he thought his trade-in might be worth 21 grand because he got a letter from a dealership and my feelings were and I told him was that I think your trade-in is worth 26 to 28 grand. And he got silent. Really that much? But then he took it upon himself to tell me that he wanted to go shopping for the car on his own. And you're not going to hurt my feelings. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. Uh, But I just want people to understand something. In what's going on right now, there's way – it's way more important to understand it's more than just the price of the car. You know, a lot of the dealerships aren't putting the values based on what – other dealers, you know, putting in cars. You know, I had a young lady that I was helping, and we haven't, I've done business with her a million times. I'm not worried about not doing a deal with her right now. But I found her, she was looking for a Mercedes Benz GLS, and I found her one. And it had 14,000 miles on it. It was a 2020, and it was X amount of dollars. And then I found her when she told me, well, it has to be white. Okay, it has to be white. Well, I found a white one, had 10,000 more miles. It was $5,000 more. And she wanted to know why it was more money. When you find two used cars that are exactly the same, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be priced the same. Now, the one thing that I shared with her was the reason that the car was $5,000 more was it was at a Mercedes dealership, which gives you an additional year and unlimited mileage on your certified warranty, and it was originally $10,000 more expensive. So when you're looking at used cars, it's very important to understand what it is that you're looking at. You know, you can look at a Dodge... Uh, I'm sorry, a Ram 1500 pickup truck, and you can find 
25 of them brand new at a dealership, if you could find 20, and, and they're all the same trim level, not two of them have the exact same MSRP. Standalone options change the values in a car. So if you're looking at a Mercedes and one has MB Techs and one has 21-inch wheels and the other one is leather and 23-inch wheels, there's going to be a $4,000 difference in the MSRP just from those two items. So it's not just, you know, doing it, that the, the price of the car is important. And the one thing I can say over all these years of doing this show is that I know more about the car business than 99.99999% of the people that I speak to. And I will have that conversation with anyone. But I will also tell you that whatever that person does that I'm talking to, if they're not in the car business, they're generally way smarter than me and know way more about what it is that they do rather than what it is that I do. I'm here to help you buy a car. I am not selling you anything. You know, and a couple of things I want to talk about. Why all of a sudden is this on the news? that used car prices are up. This is not something that happened overnight. This is not something that happened last month. I've been talking about this on the radio for about a year now. And it's I, I've noticed three different news segments talking about used car prices. Well, used car, you have to be more careful buying a used car than you do buying a new car. If you were to pay MSRP for a brand new car, it's one thing. If you're going to pay a used car value based off of what Kelly Blue Book says the car is worth, and all of a sudden in 60 days or 90 days or next year, the Kelly Blue Book value drops by 30%, no one is going to care what it is you paid for the car when you bought it. It's now what the market is. You know, I was talking to somebody today, actually on the way driving to the radio show, because if you listen to the show, you know that we're having this conversation. The, the show's pre-recorded. So she was telling me she was concerned about interest rates changing. And I explained to her that if your interest rate changes on an $80,000 car loan, 1%, it's $40 a month. On a 60-month loan, that's $2,400. It's not the same as if your mortgage interest rate changes by 1% and your finance charge over the 30 years, it's a considerable amount of money because A, it's 360 months, and B, it's way more than $80,000. You know, the, the car business is not rocket science. If it was rocket science, I would not be doing it. Uh, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm someone that understands how the car business works, and I'm someone that has relationships that can help you buy a car. You know, another radio show listener, really nice guy, we were talking on the phone, and he was interested in buying a Toyota Corolla Cross. Not a very easy vehicle to come by. And to give you an example, I'm going to look at a Toyota dealership's website right now. I'm not going to say what dealership it is, but I'm going to see what they show for new cars. 
So when I click on the website and it goes to the dealership and it says view all. So it now says they have 141 vehicles in stock. They have two. They had two vehicles in stock this morning when I spoke to him. A lot of what's going on is dealerships are putting cars online that are incoming cars. Now, when the gentleman and I spoke, I I said to him, hey, get up in the morning, go and see if the car's there. So he got up in the morning and he drove over to the Toyota dealership and I snapped a picture of the dealership's website explaining that dealer added accessories might be added or will be added or will affect the price of the car. Well, when he got there, I want to say the first number was fifty nine ninety five market adjustment. In further con- conversing, the next number was thirty nine ninety five, and then they told him if you come in on the day that we have the car and it's not sold, we'll sell it for nineteen ninety five ADM additional dealer markup. Now, if that's the kind of place you want to do business with, you don't need my help, nor am I interested in going there. I've had certain circumstances where clients have paid over MSRP on very select vehicles. Uh, If you're looking and you want to buy something that says hybrid and Ford and F-150 on it, I don't believe you're going to be able to find one and buy one at MSRP. I had helped one of my previous clients, one of the first people I ever helped 11 years ago in 2011 buy a vehicle, uh, and it was actually a car for his daughter. I've helped Tom and his wife and his family get numerous vehicles over the years. The addendum on the car was $13,000 over MSRP. So when I explained everything to him and how everything was working, he had no issue whatsoever paying the price that I told him it was going to be for the truck. He's in a, in a, he's in a circumstance where, you know, money's important to everybody. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, they talk about, you know, Money being important, and it's what happens when people get money that they don't have to pay back or borrow. You know, I watched Barrett Jackson this week, I watched Meekum this month, you know, in January, and the dollar amounts that were flying around on these Restomod hot rods and cars, okay, I was watching for a while on the Saturday, the, the, the Super Saturday at Barrett-Jackson, and these cars were bringing hundreds, not $100,000, but two hundred. And $300,000. But what cracks me up is, you know, they had the guy in California that had the payroll protection loan and bought Lamborghinis, Rolls Royces, Bentleys, and Rolex watches. Okay. I wonder, 
and I hate to say it like this, how much of that money that was spent at Barrett-Jackson was funny money? Now, don't get me wrong. There's guys like Rick Hendricks who is a large, large, large car dealer. He bought the first Z8 that, C8 that was offered at Barrett-Jackson. He just bought the C8 Z06 that was the first one being built. Uh, I believe he got serial number 00002. But it's there. there's so much money going around that, you know, I had someone say to me, well, you know, with the price of gas and the price of cars, you would think they'd be giving them away. Well, people that are buying $80,000, $100,000 cars are not worried about how much does gas cost. They're not worried about how much is the insurance on the car that I'm going to buy? They're, they're not worrying about what their car payment is. If you're buying an $80,000 car that you're financing, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of issues with people that overextended themselves on loans and cars if the values go back to what they were prior to the pandemic prior to the chip problem. I want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda. Uh, Joey's been wonderful, been very supportive of all the clients over all the years and want to thank him again. Once again, Joey Staples, Earnhardt Honda in Avondale. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement in customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. You can reach me at area code 602 525 1370. I want to send out a very special thanks once again to BN Auto Sales. They've helped more than one of the, my clients over the past few years purchase 
pre-owned commercial vehicles. Located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Bobby's phone number, it's area code 602-722-9151. Once again, very special thanks to being an auto sales located at 15225 North 32nd Street, Phoenix, Arizona, 85032-602-722-9151. It's Bobby Rabati and his family. You know, I, I wasn't picking on people, you know, with the amount of money that they have that's being spent. But it it, it is a little disheartening when you, you do see articles about the fraud that went on with these payroll protection loans and the amount of money that had been doled out to people that weren't necessarily deserving or needing of the money. But as someone that I spoke to was, if everybody's going to work the system, I'm going to work it too. But enough about something I don't know enough about to really be talking about. So let's go back to the car business. You can always tell people about relationships and understanding things. And people would always come to me and say, well, you know, can somebody assume my lease? And I was always very reluctant to that, you know, Unless the person was assuming the lease through the actual lender. So I would tell them, if you have a lease, you need to reach out to the lender. Not one of these companies that says, we'll take over your payments. We'll get somebody to take over your payments. You know, you have to remember that. And the most important thing to remember is if somebody assumes your lease, what is your liability at the end of the term of the lease? So I'm going to read an article about an article that I sound on Motorious, not Notorious, but Motorious on Yahoo News, January 26, 2022, Stephen Sims, California man ran luxury and exotic car hustle. If you're stuck in a car lease you can't afford or just don't want anymore, be careful about hiring someone for help. I've been saying this for 11 years. That's the lesson at least 128 people learned the hard way when they fell victim to a Los Angeles man's financial scheme. According to a release from the United States Attorney's Office Central Disc of California, the gentleman pled guilty to one count of wire fraud after his scheme was uncovered. He preyed on people across the U.S. who were interested in reassigning their luxury or exotic car leases to qualified parties. It can be tricky finding someone who not only wants to take over your vehicle lease, but is also able to do so. We can imagine many of these people who believed this gentleman when he told them that he could help or feeling desperate, maybe because a sudden turn of events meant they could no longer afford to keep up with the payments. According to the lease, he advertised his business as being able to cover the lease payments by renting out Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Maseratis, Bentleys, and other other high-end cars while finding a qualified individual to take over the remainder of the lease. In reality, the man handed over little of the car rental money and made few lease payments. Vehicle owners would try to get their car back, which oftentimes were damaged and it exceeded the mileage as spelled out by the lease. Folks, there are exotic car leases that are as low as 2,500 miles a year. Among the names he used were, yeah, I'm not going to mention the names, but it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He had eight different companies he was doing 
business under. Adding insult to injuries, car owners found out their ride had toll and parking violations attached. According to the authorities, the total finance damage by financial damage done by this gentleman was one million five hundred and sixty thousand three hundred and twenty one dollars. He is facing a maximum of 20 years in federal prison when he sentenced on May 26th. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. If you cannot afford to keep your lease car, okay, you need to call me. Okay, and it's not something I'm going to charge you for. I had a very disheartening phone call from a young lady that left the country and she sold her lease back to the dealer. Now, she did it the right way. She just didn't do it for the right dollar amount. Okay, I have helped more people in the last 120 days get money out of the equity from the lease vehicles that they would have normally just turned in. If you turn your lease in at the end of the lease, you pay your disposition fee and the vehicle sells at the auction for $10,000 more than what your residual was, I promise you they are not sending you your money back. It's that simple. It's their money at that point. Another thing that we were I wanted to talk about was car prices are likely I'm typing it in so I can pull the article up. Let's see if we can find it. So here's this article. This was on CNN. Why car prices remain so stubbornly high? Relief from record high auto prices could be coming soon, but that doesn't mean these prices will go back to where they were before the pandemic. A shortage of necessary parts, primarily computer chips, limited production of new vehicles around the globe. That left car dealers short of supply to meet demand, allowing them to charge a premium for cars they had available. The average transaction price for a new car was $46,426 in December 2021, according to Edmonds. Up 14% or $5,850 from a prior year. That increase was primarily due to customers paying more than the listed sticker price. An average of 700 above the manufacturers were recommending. In December 2020, car buyers paid an average 2550 below the sticker price, close to the typical discount buyers, discount buyers traditionally pay. Used car prices ended up the year with an average of nearly $30,000, up about $6,800 over a year earlier, 29%. The spike in car prices was a major factor in the largest jump in overall inflation in 39 years. The 7% annual price increase at the end of 2021 would have stood at 5.5 if car prices had remained uncharged. Buying a car is not only a major purchase for most Americans, it's also a surprisingly frequent one. About 40% of you U.S. households buy a car every year. I don't know if I agree with that. I buy a lot of cars, but it's not one a year. But with the automakers expecting the supply of chips, 
and other parts to improve this year, that should help with inventories. Take the pressure off prices, according to experts. Experts. That could lead to a return of consumers paying less than the sticker price, a big break for buyers, even if the price in the window doesn't go down. From everything we are looking at, once production is back online in the later half of the year, we should see inventory start to build again, said a gentleman who's the marketing insight at J.D. Power. For example, J.D. Power forecasts that the average wholesale price of used cars should fall about 9% from the fourth quarter of last year to the fourth quarter of this year. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special thanks to Adam Breen and his team at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Adam's been a very large supporter of the show and has done a wonderful job helping numerous clients every month get new Hyundais. You know, I, I got a little discombobulated at the end of the last segment. I wasn't paying attention to Jeremy, so I kind of got cut off. But what I was talking about was that J.D. Powers forecast that the average wholesale price of used cars should fall about 9% from the fourth quarter of last year to the fourth quarter of this year. Those prices should continue to decline in 2023, but that won't get prices to where they were before the pandemic. Prices will be going down but they will not go back to the 2019 levels. Found uh, another gentleman, a car buying app, said the used car prices are already showing signs of decline. I agree with that to a certain extent uh, due to the fact that I think that some of these online buying services are backing off what they are paying for cars. I was bored, and I actually had my vehicle appraised at a dealership. The difference from the three... The two online services and what the dealership told me was a $7,000 difference in a $39,000 car. $7,000 difference. It's about 18% from the lowest number to the highest number. Uh, I didn't buy anything because I was also looking at if I sell something, what what am I going to buy? So he also states... This market came back to 10% above the pre-COVID pricing, but not all the way back, he said. A chief economist at Cox Automotive also believes there will only be modest decline in used car prices relative to the spike in 2021. Cox Automotive is very responsible for what's going on in the used car market because Cox Automotive owns Kelly Blue Book. And who's the most trusted source in used car values? History tells us that a decline of more than 10% is rare indeed. Why? As prices fall, demand builds. He said in 25 years, we have never seen a decline as much as 13% within a year. As for the supply of new cars, inventory levels should improve but remain historically tight. One reason the average price for new cars could continue to climb is that the vehicles, type of vehicles are looking for 
to buy will continue to be more expensive. Buyers want more safety options, such as automatic braking, cruise control uh, that's capable of slowing the car when the vehicle in front slows, as well as when the cars are in a driver's blind, blind spot. There is also the continued shift towards more expensive SUVs and trucks. The expectations that new electric vehicles, that offerings will attract buyers to those models, which are tempor- uh, typically more expensive. All in, that means the average transaction price will continue to edge up, perhaps even faster than overall inflation. Speaking about electric vehicles. I was driving to the radio this morning and I saw one of those new Rivian pickup trucks. I don't know how much they are. Um, I would almost venture to guess. I'm going to look up right now how much they are, but I'm going to guess that it's got to be at least... Wow, I'm surprised. It only starts, it starts at 67.5, 835 horsepower, towing capacity of 11,000 pounds. The only thing that makes me wonder is if you're towing with an electric car, what happens as the battery starts to go down? The battery life starts to go down. How much time can you still tow? How, how much further? And I just found out by reading this that Ford owns 12%, retains a 12% stake in Rivian. It is crazy the things that are changing. I will also tell you this. You know, when you go into a dealership and you order a car, you have to remember that your order of your vehicle is not complete until the allocation opens up to the dealership. So I've spoken to numerous people who are telling me what they ordered, what they're getting, uh, when it's supposed to be here. You know, I have a friend of mine that, you know, we were talking once again this morning in the car and he, I'm waiting for a Toyota Tacoma for him. So I told him that I don't have the VIN number yet, but I will have the VIN number for you shortly. When the VIN number arrives, that tells me the car is built. Toyota has a pre-build VIN number, and I believe it's the 11th digit or 12th digit that changes when the car is actually built. But they have websites for all these dealerships where they log in, they look at stuff, and they see what is going on with the ETA of the vehicle. It's almost like they're moving targets. I don't think I've helped anybody get an incoming car where the car actually showed up on the time that the ETA originally stated. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. The easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, Arizona. Once again, my number, easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. 
Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. I want to send out a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen located 8801 West Bell Road in sunny Peoria, Arizona. You know, it's 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 amazing the things that you see and you know been doing the radio for 11 years and I used to always laugh because one of the things that we said to me was to be a fly on the wall to hear things that were said in car dealerships you know and and one of the things that I always tell somebody that's very important to do is confirm the information that's on your credit app you have you are responsible for what's on there so I, I found an article, and like I always do, you know, doing a radio show by yourself, you got to find stuff to talk about. I hope you guys find it interesting, and if you have any questions, feel free to call me whenever you like. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything, and my number, once again, it's 602-525-1370. Here's an article that I saw in Jalopnik. My wife tells me a lot of these articles because she sees them pop up on her phone. Company catches $1 billion in car loan fraud during pandemic. Borrowers get the blame, but loan writers also work the system. We've been banging on about dangerous auto loans for years, but now there's a new stat to add to the teetering tower of potentially economy-ruining loans. A fraud detection company used algorithms to spot fraud in car loans to the tune of $1 billion in just under a three-year period. Point Predictive uses machine learning artificial intelligence software fed billions of historic loans to teach it how to spot legitimate information on a loan application. It found that from February 2019 to December 2021, over 5,000 auto loans contained fake employers and false pay histories for buyers. Point Predictive blames, places the blame primarily on borrowers. Actually, the word they use is firmly on borrowers, saying in its press release, Point Predictive found that the case of fake employer fraud, a borrower creates a fake employer to create generated forged pay stubs, falsified income, and synthetic identities to car dealers and auto lending during finance auto lenders during financing the fake employers were identified by points predictive fraud analysts during investigations of loans applications flagged by auto fraud manager the company's consortium risk scoring solution used by auto lenders nationwide during the investigation the identified fake employers were associated with fake websites falsified income high rates of confirmed synthetic identity and high rates of defaulted loans. The rise in the use of fake employers on credit applications is astounding. Astounding. And the $1 billion fresh threshold only proves the growing threat of this problem, said Justin 
a senior fraud analyst, fraud analyst at Point Predictive. We're uncovering about 100 new fake employers that are being created each week. The exceptional work done by our team in the Power of Auto Fraud Manager Prove that we are addressing this threat head on, strengthening value to our partners as we work to significantly reduce fraud in multiple industries from auto loans to mortgages and even personal loans and apartment rentals. Point predicted says it saved deals up to $21,000 on every fraudulent loan discovered, especially as loans containing fraud have a 40 to 100% rate of default. While such schemes might very well be only propagated by loan applicants, let's not forget that in in the heady days before the 2008 collapse, home loan writers were very active in pulling such schemes in order to get people into homes they could not afford from the New York Times. In a study published last year, for example, researchers found that 721,000 plus loans made by one unnamed bank between 2004 and 2008 found widespread income falsification and low documentation loans, sometimes called liar loans, by real estate agents. I will tell you this. If you're filling out a credit app, fill out the app yourself. The prevalence of income overstatement is sometimes presented as evidence that borrowers cheated lenders. No doubt that happened in some cases, but is not a likely explanation for the broad pattern. It is a far-fetched to think that most borrowers would have known what lies to tell or how without inside help. There are more parallels to be drawn between today's Wild West auto loans and the mortgage crisis of 2008. The auto loan lending business is poorly regulated. Let's just run down some of the issues Consumer Reports found last year. A credit score doesn't necessarily dictate the terms of the loan offered. Borrowers in every credit score category, ranging from super prime with scores of 720 and above to deep subprime, subprime with scores below 580, were given loans with APRs that range from 0% to more than 25%. I've not helped anybody in the last 11 years buy a car that was over 25% with the exception of two people that had to buy cars at buy here, pay here locations. While on average borrowers with low credit scores are offered the worst terms, about 21,000 borrowers with prime and subprime credit scores, about 3% of the total borrowers in the group, receive loans with APRs of 10% or greater, more than double the average rate for high scores in our data. I don't know where the information comes from. Many borrowers are put into loans they may not be able to afford. I always used to laugh that a finance manager would tell the customer, well, the bank wouldn't approve you if they didn't think you could afford the car. Experts say that consumers should spend no more than 10% of their income on an auto loan, but almost 25% of the loans in this data Consumer Report reviewed exceeded that threshold. Among some prime borrowers, the number is almost 50%, about 2.5 times more than the prime and super prime borrowers. Underwriting standards are often lax. Lenders rarely verified income and employment of borrowers to confirm they had significant income to repay their loan. Of the CR loans looked at, these verifications happen just 4% of the time. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, And just so you know, when you go to a car dealership and you put all they put all your information into a computer system and then they choose the lenders that will look at the loan. 
And they send the loan to those lenders and those lenders only. And you get a couple of things happen. You get a red X, a green check, or a pending status in the little box. Now, if it comes back red X, you're declined from the computer. There is no fixing that. If you're approved, you're approved immediately. If it's a a pending loan, the person at the dealership can then call the lending institution to see if they can get the loan approved, if it's still in pending, or if it's been declined from a pending status. That's when they make that phone call and they try to get you approved on a loan that the was not approved by the computer. Underwriting standards. It's, it's very important sometimes that you have to understand that when your loan's approved, there are certain things called stipulations. Proof of income, proof of residence, uh, proof that the tra- the, that if you have a current car loan on your credit, I've seen numerous times where they, the person's not trading in the current car loan that they have, and in order to get their loan approved, that car has to be shown as a paid car loan. In these instances, delinquencies are common. More than 5% of the loans in the data, 1 in 20, or about 43,000 overall, were reported to be in arrears, while delinquencies declined over the past year and a half, likely thanks to pandemic-related deferment programs, industry groups, and regulators are bracing for potential sharp uptick in the coming months. Not only is fraud rampant, but these loans are being used in asset-packed securities, a financial product made by several loans packaged by a financial institution and sold to investors, much like the mortgage-backed securities that caused the economy to topple back in 2008. These products bundle together risky loans and seemingly not risky loans in order to ensure a steady profit for investors. This was from Financial Times Tuesday morning. It's very important to understand that a lot of I think what they're talking about is not individuals doing this it's groups that go out and try to defraud lenders they buy these cars they default on the loans they buy these cars they do whatever they want it's just it's crazy auto debt grew to a staggering record high of 1.3 trillion last year exploding by $80 billion just between 2019 and 2020, according to Experian. The credit rating agency also found that the average payment on a new car reached $609 a month in the third quarter of 2021, up from $565 in 2020. Used car prices skyrocketed 26% over the past two years. Delinquencies on these loans remain fairly flat in the 4.5% range, despite the increased cost. Low delinquency means lenders have no reason to stop the flow of free money. Consumer reports reported over the weekend, lenders make money off of repossessions, As well, the good times seem to be endless for car loan riders. It's everything, in my opinion, is all done on an individual basis. When you're going into a car dealership and you're buying multiple cars, okay, there are instances where you have to send the loans to more than one lender due to the fact that certain lenders have a requirement as to how many 
loans, they will actually let someone have. Now, I have a friend of mine that has multiple, multiple vehicles for his company. And he used to buy the cars in his business name, and he would have to personally guarantee the loans. Well, it got to a point where a very large bank decided he had too many cars that he was personally guaranteeing. Now, I thought it was kind of crazy because the gentleman that was personally guaranteeing him had approximately an 8 to 850 credit score, depending on whenever we were buying vehicles. But it was a rule that the lender came up with. There is no fighting the rules sometimes. It's all boils down to, folks, if you're buying a car, I'm going to take, it was a commercial I watched the other day, and it's a little disheartening to me, all these commercials that I'm seeing about sports betting. And they were talking about betting responsibly. Don't bet the mortgage. Don't bet your kid's college understand what you're betting, knowing what you're doing. And all I keep thinking about is when was the last time a casino closed due to bankruptcy where they lost money? This gambling thing is not something, in my opinion, that's – I guess I'm not even going to give an opinion on what I think. But all I'm going to do is I'm going to relate the car business to that. If you are buying a car and you get a pit in your stomach, when you're signing that contract, when you see what that car payment is, stop, run, get out. Once you sign the paperwork, you own the car. Buy what you can afford. Don't overextend yourself on a vehicle. I used to be amazed sometimes when people would come into a Chevy dealership that I worked in in 2003, 2004, 2002, 2001. They would have car payments that were higher than the rents on their apartments. It's, to me, I just don't get it sometimes what people do to themselves. And the better your credit is, the more trouble you can get yourself in. When we talk about these you know, 21% bank loans, not a buy here, pay here loan, but a bank loan where you're actually making payments to the bank, the dealership doesn't make 21% on those loans. Once again, my name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. The easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Chad Sassan at Rodeo Kia in Avondale, Arizona. He's been a huge supporter of the radio show since the inception. Once again, thanks again for everybody to listen, for listening, and I'll be back next Saturday. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.